What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode one of Twins Talk. It's our new YouTube series where we're going to talk to current and former players of the Northeast Twins, uh, maybe expand a little bit and get into some other people I've either played with or coached that are still involved with baseball and give you guys some interviews, some cool insight from people at different levels of uh, baseball. Anybody that doesn't know the Northeast Twins, the travel baseball organization uh, run, operated, coached by me. And uh, we've been around since 2014. So had quite a few players pass through. And today's interview is with one of the guys that's been there not quite from the beginning, but pretty close. That's Jake Burlingame um, from Horseheads, New York. He's a senior at Canisius right now. Um, he'll be coming on here after the intro. Um, he's a handsome son of a bitch, so make sure you stay tuned and check out what he's got to say. Like I said, we're joined by Jake Burlingame from Horseheads, New York, Horseheads High School. He's a senior outfielder at Canisius. Uh, as I said, he's a handsome guy. He has, you can see that nice jawline he's got there. Do you like work out for that or what? Do you like do oh, you no. exercises? Or? Yeah, I got, I got to trim this up actually. But it's God given right there, right? That's just because so, I eat a lot. Yeah. <laughs> those muscles all the time. I got a cookie right here. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now, like I said, Jake wasn't with us from the very beginning, but he was pretty damn close. Um, the first year we had a team back in the blueprint baseball days, he came and filled in for us a couple times um, then played our first year with the uh, Northeast. I actually had to, he was going to play for the Keystone State Bombers. I had to turn the big dog loose on you, Papa Jay. I remember I told him, I said, yeah, I thought we were going to have the Berlin game kid, and he's going to go play for the Keystone State Bombers. And he goes, all he says is, give me his number. So I give him your number. He doesn't, like, I'm going to call him nothing. Like, an hour later, I get a text from you that says, I changed my mind. I'm going to play for the Twins. <laughs> so I don't know yeah. what happened in that conversation, so, but I'm glad he called you or whatever he did. So I remember getting that call, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, who is this? Right. And, he had a Minnesota number. That was back when he was still scouting. Yeah. yeah. And I was – so I'm just like – the fuck is calling me from there and, and like, all right well we'll listen to it like we'll answer <laughs> and he starts talking to me tells me who he is and i'm like oh nice nice <laughs> and I, just like well after talking to him for a while i was like you know what i really connected with him and i know we had been texting back and forth a, a good amount and i was like right, you know we what met, we first met at the, uh, the first ever at pbr the, at yeah 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 so I was like, you know what, these guys, I, I've connected with them on like a, a pretty personal level so far. And like, I, I can tell that they, they want what's best for me. Right. And uh, so that's where I was kind of like, they're not just trying to further their program or anything. They're really trying to like, they really want to help. So I was, right. that's, that's when I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm here to play for the Twins. Right. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That was big for us. Like we were trying to get good players and stuff and, you know, obviously mm -hmm. not that we overly care about winning like you said we're trying to help people and obviously when we get on the field we like to win as does everybody oh, yeah. else so I mean um but we it was kind of a weird time because we got that team together and then I got the job done at Gulf Coast so I was supposed yeah. to be like gone but then like I used like my vacation time around your tournament and came up I ended up coaching like most of the tournaments that year so yeah um, yeah I, and I, I remember when you got that job too I was like oh he's not he's not even gonna be there like right yeah like this is like college already <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah get used to people and leaving and shit when but, coach leaves yeah but no nah, that was that was that was a good time yeah so like you know one of the things that we do is people think I think a lot of times that oh, I'm going to go play travel ball for this guy, and he's going to completely completely change and fix everything and make me so much better. But, like, one of the things with you, I would say, is 
I don't know if your swing got any different when you played for us or you ran any faster or threw any harder, but like your confidence level, that was the biggest thing I saw um, for you that really improved. Now, obviously like the biggest part was the tournament in Buffalo where you were like 13 for 19 with like 10 extra base hits, a thousand fucking stolen bases, like just absolutely went off. Now is that when, I think Kenichas knew about you before, but is that when they kind of like saw you and like, all right, we're going to offer this kid, we got to get him. Is that, I think that's um, happened, right? that was that was definitely part of it, right? Because um, I remember, I, I think it was like junior one of or uh, September one of your junior year when right. I was in high school, and I, I got an email from him then, and I, like responded because I mean I responded to everybody that day after, <laughs> and uh, I didn't hear from him until probably right around that tournament. Um, and uh, they're like, hey, yeah, sorry, we never, like, got back to you or kept followed up with that. Um, but we're really interested in you now. So, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I know you touched on it, like, the confidence, gaining confidence was huge for me that year. And, right. uh, and I think a lot of that came from not necessarily, like, you guys tweaking, like, my swing or, like, working on running fast or anything like that. It was mainly just, like, having a competitive mindset. Right. Like I know you and Jay always just pound that home. It's like, it's not always about how talented you are. It's how much you want to compete. Right. Yeah. And I really grabbed onto that that summer. And I, I mean, I confidence just soared. And, right. You know, I had a really good summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, like, it was to the point where like I'd be at coaching third base and, you know, somebody be at first, I give them the signs. I look up and you're like, you're in the box. I'm like, well, he's going to get a hit. So am I sending the guy on the, it's just like automatic, basically. Like you were just, that was fucking, you went off. And I remember right you pitching at the at Canisius, right? I mean you pitched there. At the complex designed by my dad, in case you didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh <laughs> you, you mentioned that a few times. Yeah. So anybody <laughs> doesn't know, my dad, one of the many colleges he went to was Canisius and he will tell anybody that'll listen that he for a project in school designed it's like a multi uh purpose facility. It's got what? Baseball, softball, lacrosse, soccer. Baseball, softball, lacrosse, soccer. Yeah. Like field and, well, it's basically a hundred yard rectangle <laughs> and then you add like maybe i mean it goes like it goes into second base like it stops but the soccer and the cross field stops like maybe 10 yards before the mound yeah <laughs> and, and then you got more space for the mound third base foul territory yeah. And then out in left field, you have a softball diamond. Yeah. So. so, anyway, my dad claims that he designed that whole thing and they stole it from him, never gave him any credit. So, <laughs> uh, me and Jake, he actually, Jake's the one that's heard it the most besides me. I've probably heard it about 900 times in my life. Oh, but yeah. so we always joke about that, give him a hard time whenever. But remember, we played there and stuff. And uh, so you ended up going there. Now, you had a couple other options. We went down to a tournament down in North Carolina, down to Campbell. Um, they were, I know they were recruiting you and offered you. Anybody else that was on you, or it was kind of those to the main two? So I think my final four were uh, Canisius, Campbell, uh, actually Quinnipiac, who's in the MAC also. Right. And um, Columbia. Those were like the final four schools where I was like, actually, I, I, could, I could see myself being here. Like, right. those who had the most interest. And I was. I went to my visit at Quinnipiac and like maybe 10 minutes after we left, I was like, I'm going to commit here. Right. <laughs> um, uh, this place is beautiful. 
the head coach was like, he's a, he's a good guy. You know, he's Fiery's first team. Um, you hate to play against them, like play for him, you know, right. that kind of, that kind of thing. And, um, my dad was like, well, you still got a couple more visits coming up. Like, how about you wait? And not, not fire the gun too early, that kind of thing. Um, Columbia, I was really interested in, but I was like, that's a lot of academic. Burden. Yeah, that's a lot. So, that's like, I, I'd like to consider myself a smart guy, but I was like, hmm, Ivy League, I don't know about that. I don't, that's a tough workload. Um, so then I actually went to my visit at Canisius, I think a week or two after Quinnipiac. And uh, then I was like, you know what? I think the, like the campus wasn't as nice. Like Quinnipiac's got a beautiful campus. It's what do you mean? You don't like being in downtown Buffalo? So nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, you get to know a lot of nice people. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but the, the baseball just like kind of not, – not necessarily the facilities – the facilities were actually kind of similar. Um, when I went to Quinnipiac, they were building a lot of stuff still. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like, uh, I got to see a little bit, but um, just the, the coaches mainly were kind of. And Mike was still there, right? Yeah. 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 So he was there through my freshman year too. Right. So you played a year for him. Yeah, I played a year for him. And then when we got back to campus at the beginning of my sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. We had a team meeting, and we gotten word from somebody that like the night before. He's like, "Yeah, some of you guys might like this meeting, and some of you guys might hate it." Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. And we get to the meeting, and he's just like, "You know, uh, uh, see ya," and <laughs> just left. Just walked out the door, and we were yeah. just like, and we were kind of like, "What just happened?" And and then. Uh, I mean, the, the Maz took over, and I had a good year. But I mean, did it, you ever hear why? I mean, the thing we heard was he wanted a certain certain stuff, like contract wise, but like didn't get it, or it was because it's kind that of hard to go from a head coach to an assistant coach at kind of the same level. It's not like you're going from yeah, major head coach. Probably went to the SEC or something like that. Right, yeah. No. Um, so I think he hadn't had a contract in in a couple of years. Right. Yeah. So I mean, when you're not getting paid, and because he had a lot of, you're not getting paid what you think you deserve, and someplace else is going to offer that to you. Right. And uh, especially, it wasn't like money. he was a, a shit program and having that. I mean, they, you guys were they were winning forty games a year and putting yeah. that in pro ball and stuff. Yeah. So like, what what happened was basically he was just like, you know what, this other place is going to pay me more money to be an assistant. Right. And it's he's I think he's always wanted to go down south was also the thing. Um, so he's a little more south now, not a ton. <laughs> not that he's way down there, but, but uh, Virginia. Uh, so yeah, he he's like you know what this is gonna be a better opportunity for me. So right. How was that? What was that like that transition? Because I know I mean I've obviously know Mike and I know Maz are a little bit different personality wise. It's kind of got to be some kind of a little difference at least. Yeah. So we all kind of knew immediately. Like we we're like. Maz has been here for like 12 years or right, so. Yeah. He's going to be the next head coach. It was all formality at that point. He had to wait. Like, there was a bunch of stuff where he had to wait two right, yeah. for them to do the coach's search. They required to do it or whatever. Yeah. So, but we all knew, like, that was yeah. an obvious choice. And, we, I mean, we were all pretty excited for it. Um, 
because Maz is like, he's, he's a pretty fiery guy. Um, players, players coach for sure. Like, right. You, know, you, you he gives some pretty good speeches too, or like afterward, <laughs> you're ready to go get it. And we yeah. like from day one, like yeah. it was like August 26th or something like that. And I, I was ready to run through a wall in May. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> After the first night. So, but um, it was definitely a change, you know, um, but also with him being there for so long and being under McRae right. for so long, there, it wasn't like a, huge thing total difference like yeah it wasn't like bringing in a whole new coaching staff whole new system all that stuff it was just like some tweaks and changes some more player input um to what we think we could make the team better and uh he pretty much ran with it and uh, right yeah especially that year we had a lot of older guys that year yeah so he he pretty much last year you guys won the the conference yeah okay yeah yeah so he pretty much leaned on them and like they gave feedback and stuff and i I mean, yeah, like you said, we won the conference that year. It turned out to be a really good year. Right. Well, so you've been basically a four-year starter. I mean, I know you haven't started every game, but you've basically been a four-year starter there and stuff. What was um, – I mean, you were off to a pretty good start, you know, individual-wise to this season. What were some of the things that you were working on, like, coming into the year to try to improve on? Um, I know uh, you are starting pitching, so that was <laughs> different, you know, going back in the mound for this year. Yeah. But what were some of the stuff – just overall you're working on? Um, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing for me is always consistency. Um, you know, I'll go out sometimes and have a game where I'm three for four with two singles and a triple or something right. like that, just hitting the ball hard. And then I'll have games where I just like, it feels like I've never swung a bat before, you right. know? Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me was working on being relaxed and, uh, just kind of going out and having fun while I play, but keeping a, keeping a mindset of like, I'm that man. Like I'm the, I'm the dude here. Like right. I step in the box. This guy's not going to beat me. If right. I get out, it's I beat myself, not he beat me. And I know it's, it's tough. I know like when I went through it, like going to UF, you know, I was my freshman year, obviously the, from a small high school in Pennsylvania to fucking the SEC, the, the difference is a little tough. So a little different. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit different. <laughs> But you say so you struggle, so then it's tough because when you're young, you realize you think like every at bat, if I don't get a hit here, I'm not going to play for two weeks. Like you put yeah. all that pressure on yourself, and then I don't know if it's always if it's just to me, it was just like all right, like whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Just get in there and go back to like competing one on one with the pitcher. Like I'm not worried yeah. about what the kid I'm competing with on my own team is doing. I'm not worried about stuff like that I'm just trying to compete with the pitcher you know and just make that a thing and just kind of focus on that part of the game and I know that's probably something that gets a little bit easier as you get older but it's it's tough when you're like that like that you said that consistency part where you just you just try to only take it one about at a time not worry about like the you know what ramifications are going to happen from or what effects is going to have on your overall yeah and and one thing one thing that like Maz always harps on it as control what you can control. Right. You know, so if I line out and do a, a shifted second baseman, right. like I hit the ball hard, I won that at bat. Right, exactly. Yeah. I beat the pitcher. He got lucky that his second baseman is in <laughs> Right. So like that's that's where you, you gotta take any any win you can and run with it. And you know, I mean it's a it's a tough game, but it's also a game of opportunities. Right. So you get the opportunity every weekend to go and have 
15, 20 at bats. Right. Now, do you find like when I played summer ball, where you're playing every day, and like you've obviously played summer ball every summer, you played for the Oilers with my dad the one summer. I felt that was awesome for me because playing every day, you're just in that groove. And then like when I played at Clarion, it was you play on the weekend if you're lucky. It's 45 degrees and it's a wind, you know. Yep. And, and oh, then yeah. you're back in the gym all week, and you don't get to see any pitching, you know, live pitching, and then you're jumping outside trying to play again. So. You think that's something that, like, that everyday thing that you enjoy, that you kind of get in that groove of things? Yeah, I mean, and it shows kind of in my numbers, too. Like, summer ball, I thrive. Like, just because it's – you're facing competition every day. Yeah. You're not not having, like, three days of of games and then practicing for five days, four days. Mm -hmm. So, like – it's it's definitely like that playing every day you get in a groove and you get used to it the first week or so is tough because you're not used to it oh man i went to uh <laughs> I was, my first summer ball was in duluth in the northwoods league uh-huh and i played in like 50 games my freshman year and i started like 20 some so i was pretty fresh like i wasn't like over you know yeah i went up there i'm like man when we have off days i'm gonna go watch the twins play my dad was working for you know was scouting for the twins i'm gonna get free tickets like all this stuff and blah 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 and we played like 11 days in a row we got the first off day i literally laid in that i don't i got up to like piss and like get something to eat and that was it like the entire day I just laid Did they, they still play 72 at that point yeah we i, I was there because we went we went to the super regional so i got there a little bit late but i was there for i was in minnesota for like 59 days and we played like 52 games like that was like yeah, it was just ridiculous they yeah. played so many games yeah uh yeah i mean i've i've either played in the ny or the uh great lakes which is uh, pretty similar game wise. It's like forty six somewhere around there. Right. Yeah. Forty six. And um, what I liked about the Great Lakes was every Monday was an off day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was a little different than most leagues. Like the NY is, it's more like a major league schedule where it's you know you got off days where you got off days, but Rainy you might days, play yeah. games in a row. Yeah. Um. But I was playing. In Northwoods first- league was tough because we go like bus trip like two it was two games here oh, it, it was some long trips too yeah we go like eight <laughs> hours play play two games you know you're in the hotel and you're driving back you're getting back like three in the morning so like the hardest part about that was all right i gotta get my lifting in i gotta get my you know stuff yeah. like that and it's like when the hell i'm getting back at 3 a.m i'm sore as shit i'm sleeping like yep. on the bus like i can't yep. even move <laughs> but you got it you know you got to work and get it in but it's cool because yeah. you're playing every day and got to see a, you know a bunch of different stadiums and stuff like that part was cool and those stadiums are pretty cool. Like the bus trips, but it's it's tough. That was for sure. And then like the next year, I played in the Futures Collegiate League, mm-hmm. which was you know you go play, you drive back, you drive back to your place, you stay at your own place every time. So that was like such a big difference for me. Yeah. So and it was the first first time I went out to um, the Great Lakes. I played in, in Indiana, and me and my uh, me and my buddy been my roommate for the last like four years. So we're pretty close and we uh, drove out together right and I don't know what it was but that first game I went like four for five and I was a homer away from the cycle <laughs> like I think I popped out my first AB and then they couldn't get me out yeah and that first AB too I got in like a 2-0 count and I was like yeah I'm gonna show these guys so I'm <laughs> I'm putting one deep in those trees and right I got that Dude threw me a two zero changeup. I'm like, first maybe a summer ball. You throw right, me a two zero changeup. You don't even know why. Like, you know, come, come on. on. <laughs> um, but tell you what, that I lay down in bed, I was gassed. Yeah. Woke up in the morning. I'm like, 
I just played like 46 games in like my college season. Yeah, Why no am problem. I sore from one game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, it was just, it was a lot warmer out there. And I was just all over the place that night. So I was, I was absolutely right. gassed. <laughs> yeah. And then you get in the groove of it and it feels good. But yeah. um, like going back now, like obviously you're a senior and this, your season got fucked up with the coronavirus and all that. So what has it been like now? Like you're going back, right? For another yeah. year okay oh, so yeah. what are you kind of doing like what is there do you guys have stuff at your house where you can swing at least or yeah so i've got like a little pop-up net set up in the uh in the garage right gotta move some like table saws and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> don't break any jeremy stuff i'll whoop your ass oh dude i've broken so much shit nowadays. <laughs> it's ridiculous we when we moved to this house we got brand new garage doors <laughs> those things haven't like they we haven't replaced them still, but there are so many fucking dents in those things. Right. Like just from playing hockey, you know, street hockey all the time, right. basketball, baseball, like playing catch in front of them, using that as like a backstop. Backstop, yeah. balls. <laughs> but really the hockey balls did a lot of damage because yeah. I had like a, a nice little like, like stick handle in one. So it was a little harder. And when I shot, when I got to being able to shoot it hard, they'd go through the net. <laughs> So I'd shoot it through the net and it would just ricochet off the garage. Mm-hmm. Like I, I put right now in our garage, this, this side of the, the garage, there's like a big window. And one right. day I was, I was shooting a, a little puck around a little ball around and there's a little hole in the net and the garage door was open. So yeah. I shot the puck straight through that hole, straight through like out the window. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh God, I broke like eight <laughs> windows this year. I, I'm grounded. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to play in the yard anymore. I remember one time my brother, he used to, we did punt, pass, and kick, and he was really oh, yeah. good at it. So one day my dad had to go to work or something, and he said, hey, make sure you work on your punt, pass, and kick when I'm gone. So my brother could punt really good. He could throw, but he, needed, he was working on his kicking. So I had to hold the ball uh-huh. for him on the tee. And I'm holding for him, and uh, – He's don't you can't pull your finger. You can't be scared. I'm like I won't. I won't. I'll keep my finger there. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't be a pussy. He's eight years old. He's like sixteen. I'm like eight. He's like uh-huh. don't, don't be a pussy and stuff. So yeah. I'm like, all right, all right. So he goes to kick one, and I know for a fact I because I still had my finger there when I heard the sound, but he kicked it and it went right through his bedroom. It sounded like the Stone Cold Steve Austin music, like when the window break, <laughs> and I just heard that thing open, and I'm like, oh, Dad's gonna whoop your ass when he gets home. So he gets home and he goes, he goes, what happened? My brother goes, oh, Jericho pulled his finger. So I shank. I'm like, what the fuck? No, I didn't. I didn't pull my finger. But uh, yeah, so the little brother gets blamed for everything. Oh. probably didn't blame Tony for that one. But well, Tony wasn't out there, so I no. couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like, other than that, like, just just hitting into that that net off a of tee. And, uh, right. no, you, like, you, you're playing for the Oilers, right, if, if we can get summer ball in? Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen though. Right. Um, yeah. I saw the cape just canceled. That's not. That's not. A yeah, good the cape canceled. The power just pulled out for this year, so I don't think. I don't think we're gonna play. Right. Um. Uh, so I, I'm not really worried about getting in throwing shape or anything again. Because after right. after uh, we got banged, I shut it down. There's just no no that's point on in uh, continuing to chuck. So. Right. Um. At this point, we've got like a little home gym downstairs right. and a couple couple dumbbells and a pull up rack. I'm just Doing trying to stay in shape, and right. I'm 
like I'm lifting to waste time during the day. <laughs> like, I'm so bored. Right. Yeah. And I should probably be doing homework during those times too, but <laughs> I'd rather lift. So. Right. Yeah. Now what? I got uh, so bored so, the other day. I got so that? bored the other day. I was, I went and uh, got a lift in and said, I was like an hour and a half lift, something like that. I'm just like, I go to get back upstairs. I'm like, I'm still bored. I got not like, I'm not, I'm not even that tired right now. Like right. why am I not tired? So I went for like a two and a half mile run and then did some sprints afterwards and then did some like push-ups and sit-ups. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, right, yeah. I just, I just lifted, like worked out for like three hours. What, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. Just pure boredom but yeah but yeah. you know i mean still good so uh next you're going to next year are you still gonna pitch in hit you think or uh probably okay i'll find out in the fall but right yeah i'll I'll probably uh still throw some pens and whatnot in the fall and uh see how it goes right got up to uh i, I think my last last outing um no it was a it was a scrimmage inner squad i was like touch 94 95 yeah so maybe so. they should have been mad at my dad when he was having you pitch every once in a while with the oilers <laughs> they were a little upset but i like got back and i was like dude like no it's fun i've been right, yeah. up for like four years to throw well, it's like you've been doing it your whole life it's not like yeah like you've been pitching, like playing out your entire life it's not like it's yeah. something new to you you know what i mean like yeah. so yeah uh, but no i've and he he was laughing at it. Maz was laughing at it this year too, because literally for four years I've been like, "Oh, let me throw a pen." <laughs> yeah, I want to throw a pen. Like, yeah, I, want to throw a pen. Yeah. <laughs> I he commented on that. He's like, I, uh, "Finally, let him throw one." <laughs> so, well, all right, man. Well, I won't take any more of your time. I appreciate you coming on for hey, your yeah, first no ever problem. episode. But um, I love love to be a part of the first one. Yeah. So. Uh, like I said, we've had. I'm glad my dad. Whatever he said to convince you to come back, is, you know, you too. us, and then you played for my dad in the oil. You can't get away from us. But, uh, <laughs> but no, we've been happy to have you part of it, and obviously Tony too and stuff. So can't thank you enough, and it's been fun to follow your career, and hopefully, uh, end of next season, we'll get you into some pro ball and follow that career. So oh yeah, that's, that's the goal. All right, man, I appreciate yeah, no, thanks, it. And, uh, thanks for I'll, everything. I'll, I'll send you a text or something. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll stay in touch and thanks for everything you and your dad have done for me. It's, I mean, I owe you guys a lot. Yeah. Just a small so. part, <laughs> just a team you were on. So I appreciate <laughs> Thank it, man. You. Thank you. Good talking right, to see you. Ya. See ya.